0: Welcome to Service Accommodation Secrets with me, Sally Kemba. This is the podcast where you get the on the ground experience that we're living and breathing with our service accommodation units. So you get to share our hacks and tips, our mistakes, so you can learn from those and thrive on our success. Hi there, guys. It's Sally here with Service Accommodation Secrets, the Facebook Live and the podcast. Great to have you joining me. Thank you. And so now we're a week into 2020, but whatever time of year you're listening to this, it's really important to have a focus for what you're doing in your essay business. And of course, New Year is a great time to really start afresh and make sure you reflect on what's been happening and make sure you're on track for what you want to happen in the year ahead. So I wanted to do an update on what's been happening at our SA units this week and what's happening um, over the weekend and moving forward and also what we're really focusing on and uh, we've had lots of really exciting things going on so it's brilliant a great start to the week and um well the month should i say because it's now thursday but a great start to the month and i'm thinking about um focusing on our occupancy the value we're giving and the profit we can then make Um, Because we're providing a great service to our guests, but we're also working with lots of other people as hospitality. Um, You know, there are lots of parts, so lots of people involved at all different stages. And um, we've had a great uh, booking. So my title of this is One Long Booking Leads to Another. And that's really because we've had a four month booking with a guest who departs on Saturday. And then a colleague of his is coming on Saturday for another four months booking, which is awesome. And I feel that as SA operators, we learn a lot from our guests and what kind of things they need, because they're all a little bit different. This is a corporate guest who's been working here, and so he's had a, a long time here. He's got a family, he's from overseas, but... It's been great looking after him, making sure he's okay. And um, we had a few minor things to sort out for him, but it's all been good. And this has been through a corporate agent. This has been through Silverdoor. And so the company have somebody else coming, same company. And we also had a two month booking through them as well. So compared to where we were last year, we're getting more of the longer term bookings. So that's really nice to reflect on but again, really think about the value we're offering. So really that's the first thing I'm thinking about is focus. So make sure you focus on your business and specific areas, um, where you want it to go from where it is now. So I'll go into that in a bit more detail. And um, second thing, which is quite crucial I feel is having a mixed type of booking so I'm also working towards having more direct bookings too but working with the corporate agents you have a brilliant relationship get to know them get to know what they need and they can perhaps reach clients that you would not be able to reach so they do an amazing job as well and also there's the more um, standard OTAs like booking.com airbnb and lots of other um, different agents as well, other referrals and local businesses and so forth. So, um, some of those come through people like estate agents. So, we have a mixture. Um, the fourth thing is, I'm um, sorry, the third thing, <laughs> thinking about direct bookings. So, this third aspect, um, I've had a very exciting meeting this morning with some of the guys. Um, John and Sam and Jane to do with our marketing that we're going to be doing and this is a bit of a pilot that we're working on and including improving our website so that is one aspect of our direct bookings and I'm also working with Mark in Boosley because um, on the one hand my um, avatar which I've now got to go and really work out as my task uh, tends to be the corporate guest who works and stays monday to friday well actually sometimes they leave thursday sometimes they leave friday and if they're from overseas obviously they stay seven nights a week ongoing but um if for the guests who stay i'm sure to stay we we think about the weekends as well and um, so for the fourth thing we have now got to um thinking about how to um make sure that the um corporate guests are happy and we're managing to reach out to more, thinking about networking. So whether that's at Saba, which is the corporate agents kind of hub, it's amazing. Um, And also thinking about looking after the guests we've got. So that's another aspect. And the fifth thing is really having your plans in place. So I talked before about your vision, your mission, your strategy. So you need to have Uh, milestones on that journey so numbers of properties you're going to have or going to need for all of these guests so we've got all that sorted out so that you actually know where you're going and you know what your weekly tasks are and that really propels you forward because otherwise you can feel overwhelmed with so many different things to do in service accommodation. And just an add-on really is gratitude for all that I have going on. Because I did a webinar as a thank you for lots of you who listen to Service Accommodation Secrets. I did that Tuesday night, I had some great interaction, brilliant people there, seemed to really get a lot from it. And it was um a test really, but people said, When's the next webinar? So that's all awesome, that's all good. So thank you for coming to that and yeah we we talked about something to do with daily planning and aspects of that which i will touch on at the end so that was my short summary a little bit longer but let's go into some details so first thing is focusing hi there uh good to see you here so focus on your business what is important in your business? Who is your target market? Focusing on occupancy is one thing. So we all want to have good occupancy, but you've got to make sure that um, you're charging a a good enough rate because when you're fully occupied, obviously all of your utilities are used to the max. Some of them will make no difference because it would be a flat rate, but you know, things like wear and tear and your linen might or might not be higher, just depends how many guests you've got in there and whether you have minimums that you have to pay to a laundry company things like that so occupancy on its own is not the only thing to consider think about you know the value you're offering the target market you have and what you want to be providing for those guests who are coming in and all of your costs are involved so make sure you've got that all calculated so i've been assessing some of our rates and we have a, a quote calculator, making sure that we're quoting the right amount, and we're moving into um, being vatable as well. In fact, we should have been a while ago. But all of those things, you need to really think about what is your profit margin, and you know what you're really offering guests. That's brilliant, and perhaps a bit different about you compared to the people in your area but I do think there's room for everybody because there's so many people who prefer service accommodation, service departments to hotels. So really focus on what you're offering and what your exchange is for that and you know the rates that you're getting the profit that you can make with what you're giving because the worst thing would be if you got a really lovely long booking even for a year but you realize actually you're not going to make any money after paying commission all of your bills outgoing etc so you don't want to be doing that you want to be doing it so that you know some people are so high end that they only need a small occupancy like i don't know even 30% to actually make money because they have sort of hit-and-fade exclusive events, high-end properties. So, you know, it just depends. And the second thing that I really recommend and it's really important for your cash flow is to have a mixed type of bookings. Um, I mean, you might have a portfolio of service departments. You might have, you know, double digits, even hundreds. And probably they're not all going to be with one... Uh, client type one guest type at a time but you might have a main guest type so like we're mainly corporates we do still have leisure particularly for filling weekends but where do those guests come from so if you get direct bookings you can take payment up front and you're paid ahead of time um if they're airbnb guests you get paid the second day so 24 hours after check-in Booking.com, it will vary. We um, take payment up front, but also you get people with virtual cards, in which case you get paid later. Actually, we've got a booking for next year for a month, somebody doing that, um, interestingly. And then of course the corporate agents the ones we work with at the moment they pay slightly differently but on the whole safe is to assume that they pay 30 days in arrears um, after check-in so as you might imagine you might have a cash flow issue if you're used to having all the um, uh, booking fees and nightly rate you know your actual um, amounts of money coming up front before the guests even arrived And then if you went to having all of your um, amount paid, your payments given at the end of 30 days, you'd have a really big discrepancy. And we did have an element of that when we switched over because we had um, big bookings that took up several of our apartments with the corporate agents. And so that's how I know. (laughs) You need to um, plan out these things and hopefully have reserves so that you can manage your cash flow well and uh, also if you have direct bookings that's great but make sure that you're not open to things like chargebacks so we've um we switched to take payment they're called now but pay zone so you have 3d secure but lots of other places offer 3d secure like sage pay and so forth so It depends on the types of bookings that you're getting. But um, if you all direct bookings, then that's fine. You can charge however you like and you're going to have potentially all of your money up front. You get your payments from your guests at time of booking. But I think it is good to reach into other markets and the more relationships you build. So I'll go into this next in number four, really, um, you can get into more Different areas um, of the business and start scaling up when you've got a higher demand. Because if you're only waiting for Airbnb and booking.com. We were talking about this a huge amount on the webinar because it's a lot about winter bookings and how to market and where to get more bookings. Um, If you're only waiting for those two, A, you're not being causative about your business and B, they might never come. So don't just wait for last minute bookings from those portals. And also you might feel like you have to reduce your rates. Whereas what you really want to be doing is be like um, the airlines. So you give people discounts ahead of time but as time goes on, you get more expensive because you've got higher demand and less places available. Hi there, Chris. Very good to see you. Hope you're really well. And so make sure that you have got that variety. So thinking about direct bookings, obviously that's the ideal in a way because you're not paying commission to anybody else. And it's quite a lot. It's at least 15% usually. Some of the corporate agents do charge 10 and 12, but they tend to wait their, um, who they offer your property to, dependent on how much commission you're paying, which is sort of natural, isn't it, really? You prioritise who's giving you more money, which, um, you know, you have to put yourself in their shoes a lot of the time, because we're all there providing a great service, but if we can get a, a better price for that service, then we're going to, aren't we? So, Um, from the point of view of direct bookings, you don't have that additional cost, but you do have the cost of marketing. You do have to extract the money from people. Now, that's usually great if you're getting paid up front. You wouldn't let people into the property. Make sure you've got procedures in place to make sure that you were paid before they arrived. But equally, if you had a longer booking and you were taking monthly payments, you have to make sure you've got something in place to... Um, be paid regularly and that people pay on time and that you don't um, suffer any losses due to that and you have systems in place for that and uh, you know it's worth taking people to law if they really don't pay you and they are in your property so obviously you want to keep everything amicable because sometimes people just have issues so you talk things through first but certainly if the more direct bookings that you can get The less commission you're going to be paying, but as I say, you'll have the marketing costs. So um, I was very excited to have a meeting today about different types of paid digital marketing that I haven't really um, put much budget into digital marketing as such because I don't want to just throw money away. So you need you need to think about who you're aiming that advertising at, and you're not just you know put it throwing it down the drain and it has to be trackable and so i'm working with these guys leveraging this out with their expertise and we're piloting some service accommodation marketing um for the next um few months and websites new website and so it's all getting gearing up for things to start going very well they were already starting to improve but i think um Well, when I say starting to improve, compared to where we were when we first started, we've got so many more bookings now and and the number of guests who are around who need places that we have access to is so much more abundant, which is really exciting. But I think you need to make sure that your marketing is there. Um, We don't know what's going to happen with things like Brexit. We've got guests who are booked direct with us and they travel in from Spain. Um, And I don't know how that will affect them. So, you know, it may be that things change. We have to see. And quite a few of our guests who come through the corporate agents actually are from overseas because um, we've got lots of corporate uh, businesses in our area, insurance companies and so forth, and they need technical support. And the people who work for the companies who provide that are often from overseas. But we do get, you know, leisure guests and things as well through them. So, you know, really think about um, making sure that you have things in place to get these direct bookings. But don't just think um, it's all upside. You're going to have to have a budget for that. Work out who who you're targeting, so you don't waste money, and you know, keep it going consistently and test things out because it may be that um, some things work better than others. So. It's testing, and that's why you need to do the tracking. And something Sam said today that was really important he said, Don't just think about the guests that you tend to have or you have now who stay long term, think about the guests that you'd really like to have who are, you know, a pleasure to do business with, great to have to stay, um, lower cost you know higher profit margin and um, you know they're willing to pay a good rate and they're really happy with the service so think about those as the ideal kind of client and that's a really good piece of advice I think so thank you for that so looking forward to doing more of that kind of marketing and also working with Mark Simpson from Boosley um, as well in fact I've got something to show you at the end of the live which was very sweet so doing some work with Mark in the Boosley Academy because I will want to do some more um, social media type marketing later um, for other aspects like the podcast, for example, and helping people as well as for our essay business. So um, Mark's very much a pioneer of getting direct bookings as well. And so working with him and finding out all these, so many ideas he has and I've already done some um, challenges with him to uh, get our facebook business page really um going and, and it's got loads of likes now whereas it was kind of on the back burner just on a shelf really not doing a lot so now it's much more lively and i need to have a bit more of a plan in place for that so working with him and learning from him lots of stuff too so thank you to mark and there's a great community there who's global as well so really exciting so think about how you can you know really think about how you can reach out to with your direct marketing so don't just be you um, doing it you know leverage it out if you don't know how to do it but also you can in your area go to all the different businesses your competition if you like but also estate agents people like that Um, estate agents actually will charge you a commission usually Um, so that's a, a point to bear in mind, but usually quite low. I think we've paid five percent before for people who've come in through them. So there's um your networking and your direct bookings through your community that your essays are in, but also digital marketing and, and your websites and everything is huge too. So that was number three, the direct aspect, but number four is really a combination. So thinking about corporate agents. I saw a post on Facebook that I replied to today, somebody who was um, signing up with Silverdoor. How did it work? Was it working for you, for anyone? And actually, we were with them for quite a long time, over a year, with lots of inquiries, no bookings. And so I started doing a few different things, one being going to the Sabah event, next one is on Monday, and that's organised by Richard McDonald Majewski and he's got loads of experience like 20 years experience marketing in service departments and he knows so many people from all of the different agents and these agents they I've said before but I'll say it again they're good friends as well as you know being in businesses that are in competition with each other but there's a huge community of them and they get on uh, really well and there's such a massive buzz you have to go to this event just to to feel the energy there, it's amazing. And there's also loads of experience there, people who've done this for so long, you can learn a lot from them, you know, you can run ideas past them and find out what their pain points are, how you can solve those by, you know, being an operator. Yes, if you've only got one apartment, um, you're not gonna have enough uh, capacity for lots of their guests, but equally you can establish whether your area is really Good for them. Whether it's going to be worth finding more landlords with properties if you're rent to SA Um, in that area, you know what's a really good thing to do to to. Serve them so that they want to work with you. And the networking aspect is really fun. You know, it's actually great to meet all these people and they chat and they have all their different things they're doing. Um, There are other operators there as well. Some of them are very experienced. Some of them have thousands of apartments. Some of them also only have like two or three. So, you know, it's, it's all part of the learning. And because the business has been around for a lot longer than some of us might imagine, there's so much that you can glean from there, but so much that you can offer as well. So there's a very strong networking aspect to the corporate agents is what I'm trying to say. So don't just think you've got somebody phoning you up saying, have you got an apartment? How much is it? These are people who have a lot going on they've got all their different clients they have people in charge of different client types you know they're, they're really established businesses with massive need for service accommodation service departments so if you can make an impact on them reach out to them go and see them, um, say hi at a Sabah event, find out how they are, uh, you know, you can really make a difference to their job because you're giving them the path of least resistance to actually finding great places for their guests to stay. And also, you know, they have um, SLAs, so they, they need to um, get a reply Back to their inquiry within two hours, for example, some of them. So, you need to be quite quick to go get back to them and be contactable and you know, just make sure that you know what you're offering. So, if you're going to work with corporate agents, just as an aside, make sure you do have a rate sheet for your different properties and you know, whether you reduce that nightly rate for longer stays, that kind of thing because they'll ask for that and they'll ask for your other terms and everything so really important to find out what they need and really important to think about the types of guests they have so for example one guy um i think he was the apartment service he said you know they had um 40 apartments needed for people who were coming in from overseas and um they needed rice cookers well you know if i was going to have that many guests come in i'd get more apartments and put rice cookers in them because that's what these particular guests needed now it just depends what somebody wants you know guests we've had from overseas they like certain things So you just provide great service for them and they want to come back and they're really comfortable, um, you know, because if they have to completely fit in and they can't find anything that they need, they might as well be in a hotel. They want to have that extra bit of care. And um, some target markets, you know, you're gonna need higher end gadgetry in your kitchen and all that sort of thing. So it just depends what what people want. And uh, so you find that out and make sure they're okay. So we do welcome packs things like that you know it just eases people in we're doing a meet and greet for the chap who's coming for four months so that a he'll feel more settled in and know that there are real real people who care about him but also so that he knows what's where what the door code is how he gets to the high street all those kinds of things so yeah just think more about um you know what people actually want and what we did because i had a chat with our guest who's leaving on saturday is um i took a screenshot of a whatsapp conversation i had with the guest because he said he was just so happy with our amazing hospitality so i sent that to our contact at silver Door, because you know if people give you praise and they're happy pass it on so that the corporate agents know hi there robin and hi there priscilla i hope you're really well So really important to um, not just think about what you're getting from it, but think about what you're offering. And on this Facebook post, some people were saying about how corporates take a long time to pay. And it is frustrating if you didn't know. But once you know, you can kind of plan it in. So, you know, that kind of thing. And also about the lack of actual um, bookings coming from inquiries. Conversion, isn't it? and actually richard who presents or organizes a saber event he put some long comments on this facebook post so um, you'll see it in service to accommodation uk i believe um which was really great advice from him because and he's really experienced so um that's really worth worth reading and looking at what he was saying but it's a sort of similar thing to what i'm saying you know network get to know them get to know what they need and uh, let them know when people have been really happy. And so the fifth thing is really your plan. So I've talked before about having your vision, your vision board, your mission, so how you're gonna actually achieve that, and then chunking that down into your goals and how you're gonna get there with milestones that you can break down into weekly tasks. So um, each week, make sure you've got a plan of your main tasks that you're gonna get done and don't let yourself off the hook. And if there are things you don't like doing, you can either just kind of man up and do them because you'll learn from them. I mean, there are things I do that I think, I really don't want to do that. But when I've done it, I think, brilliant, I managed to do it. Hi, Brendan. Good to see you here. Um, So, you know, if there are tasks that you really don't like doing at all and you're rubbish at them, outsourcing is going to be the thing to do isn't it and whether that means getting a VA on board or whether you've got somebody who can help you out um, maybe a friend or or family who needs some some work to do something like that initially if you're starting out then you know do that or other experts that you you know can be recommended to you whether it's to do with um, your housekeeping whether it's to do with your admin whatever it's to do with you know, just make sure that you get stuff done that you really need to get done. And don't try and do everything yourself. I do tend to do that a little bit still. Uh, <laughs> or at least oversee everything. And you can't really because you just end up not getting the key stuff done that you really need to get done that's going to get your business earning more money, expanding, becoming successful. So, you know, think about how you're going to acquire more properties. and um, We're looking at how we can... Uh, increase the number we've got double it this year and also some other property things we are doing so that's all very exciting and so we obviously with increased capacity we want more occupancy and so hence we're going up a gear with everything but that involves a weekly plan and something that's slightly more um, involved with uh, your personal life because it's not just work when you're an entrepreneur or SA business owner Um, or any other business owner, Um, you don't want to end up with a job. You also need to have self-care because the job that you have, if you try and do everything else, will be like 90 hours a week. So don't do that. Make sure you do delegate things effectively and have time to look after yourself. So um, some of the um, brilliant people who came to my webinar, I was able to give them a chart to do with seven areas of your life and um, as you all know this. Um, so the first one is to do with your health. I'll just hold it up because I've got it as a PDF. I printed it off. It matches my painting in the background. But um, so think about the different areas of your life, what you do towards the benefit of each of those um, on a daily basis. So starting with your health, um, your happiness. So that might involve just gratitude for what you have actually as well. And your friendships and relationships, your personal development. That's a huge one for me. I love doing something towards that absolutely every day, several times. Um, your finances. So, you know, manage those, manage those in your business. There are lots of different structures um, that you can use and the traditional ones. Um, are perhaps less effective than some of the others, like Profit First, for example. Um, The next one would be your business and your career. So you might also have a job, so I'm not knocking jobs, and if people want to have jobs, that's great, because it might be your vocation. But, you know, your business, do something towards it every day. And the final thing is um, your positive impact on the world. You know, do you want to make a difference? Do you want to improve things for people? So as well as our business, we're working on things that will actually help people. I'm I'm in love doing the mindset aspect with all of you who listen to the podcast, but also with the UN Sustainable Goals. We're working with um, Dylan and working on lots of exciting things moving forward, creating wealth, not just cash flow. So if you pay attention to each of these areas every day that means you'll have done something towards each of those areas every day and that has a power of compounding like money compounds your actions compound as well and that's going to be really good and it doesn't mean that nothing will go wrong you will have challenges and things that you need to deal with but I think it's a really good way of actually recording what you're doing and you can look back and see what you've done and also it's harder to let yourself off the hook if you have that kind of uh, chart or accountability personally to yourself then you you know you're going to say I haven't done that <laughs> oh Priscilla you're saying it's really good excellent so Brilliant if you start using that because I sent that out to the guys yesterday who asked for it, who attended my webinar and got in there. So, thank you guys for that. Hi there, AJ. AJ, our awesome VA. Good to see you here. So, that really helps you uh, nurture yourself as well as your business and all areas of your life. So, it may be you're in a fitness regime, it may be that you're on a, I don't know, no carbs diet those kinds of things so you can put down you know what you've eaten or not eaten things like that little things it's not a huge thing it's only like a few words it's a small box to write in so it's not arduous and I think I don't know about you but sometimes if something's um, printed off or it can, it's in Word or you could put it into Evernote or something like that quite easily um, if something's got a format to it it's much easier to do it than if it's just freehand and you have to think what do I do? You just know that you note something down of what you've done and it's easier to record it. So it's a kind of checking in with yourself, monitoring your business, monitoring your life. And so, yeah, I'm just really grateful for lots of things in my life and all the people who I get to meet because... Like you guys watching, all of you who listen to the podcast, the guys at the webinar, and um, there's the marketing team I was working with this morning, and there's all our guests, and Richard who runs Sabah, and my team who've been at the apartments today. So they've got to do a, a deep clean after the guests leave because, um, so we're gearing up for that, making sure we're ready for the next one. So there's always lots going on, and it's awesome, AJ. Obviously, because you're always busy. <laughs> you're probably waiting for me to check something, aren't you? Because I forgot I was doing this. So I was like, oh, yes, I can do a million things at once. So don't beat yourself up for not being able to. I have to just show you this present I was sent. What have I done with it? Um... Oh, no, found it. It's all right. So, Mark at Boosley sent me this the letters backwards but it's a really nice little letter hamper it's called and it's got wonderful things in it honey and tea and heart-shaped organic cheddar so huge thank you to mark for that and it's because he's saying 2020 is going to be an amazing year and i can't wait to work with you more so that's from Mark. so thank you to mark and thank you to all of you for being here if you've got any questions fire them in here now or in the post below or feel free to go to service accommodation secrets the group and post in there and there'll be links to um, the podcast in there too So I look forward to seeing you next time. I don't think I've got questions in here. Sorry about putting my finger there to scroll up. Yeah, so look forward to seeing you next time and have a great week. Take care, guys. Sharing the secrets of success.